Good morning. I'm Earl Stewart. I welcome you to Earl Stewart on Cars, a live talk show all about how to buy, lease, maintain, or repair your car without being ripped off by a car dealer. With me in the studio is Nancy Stewart, my wife, co-host, and a strong consumer advocate, especially for our female listeners. We also have Rick Kearney, an expert on how to keep your car running right. I dare you to ask a question that Rick can't answer about the mechanics or electronics of your car. Also with us is my son, Stu Stewart, our link to cyberspace through Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope. Stu is also the spymaster director of our mystery shopping report. He dispatches our secret shopper weekly to an unsuspecting South Florida dealership. And now, on with the show. Well, good morning, everybody. I, uh, I really appreciate you tuning us in and uh, this uh, very uh, historic, uh, in a negative way, time of our lives. And uh, welcome to all the new folks out there that uh, haven't heard Earl Sterling Cars before. You'll see me moving my mask up and down if you're streaming us on video. And uh, it's a difficult thing for us to get used to. We have our masks in the studio, and I, I will be wearing it as much as I can. Uh, it's a show uh, for you new folks all about, all about how not to be ripped off, taken advantage of by a car dealer. And during this uh, corona crisis, this coronavirus crisis we're going through, we're seeing some very, very mean-spirited and uh, deceptive advertising. Uh, you, you wonder who's buying cars out there. Actually, there are still people buying cars. We're, car sales are off uh, 40 to 50 percent from what they normally are, but there's still a lot of people out there buying cars. People need their cars. Uh, in Florida, for example, this show is being broadcast from Florida. and. Uh, Without a car in Florida, if you have a job, you have to go to school, to the doctor, the pharmacy, you're pretty much out of luck. And uh, even Uber and Lyft are not an option viable today because of the, of the threat. A lot of people, there are a lot of unemployed Uber and Lyft drivers, unfortunately, during this corona crisis thing. So when you have to go out and either have your car fixed or buy a newer used car, you have to be especially careful during this period of time. And uh, our mystery shopping report today, and we'll get to that toward the end of the show, is a particularly egregious act by a car dealer in South Florida who uh, is trying to trick you into believing that you can uh, have some benefits, some incentives to buy uh, that you can't get. And uh, uh, it's uh, something you have to be, you always have to be careful about buying, leasing, maintaining, or repairing your car, but it's especially, especially uh, scary right now to buy a car. Uh, we'll talk about uh, um, talk about things you can do to uh, perfect the purchase. There are ways, even today, that you'll be able to buy a car and absolutely be guaranteed that you're not going to have a problem. If you listen carefully, take some notes, uh, or even go to our website or our, our blog site, which is earloncars.com. Uh, we have a lot of information there, too. Uh, we rely on your calls, and I know you have calls out there, and you have texts uh, for those who prefer not to call in. We prioritize our calls because we love to have the phone calls. And uh, in just a minute, I'll introduce Nancy Stewart, my co-host, and uh, she will tell you about a very, very special offer for our first 
uh, time female callers. We're trying to build an audience of ladies to call. We're, we're, we're almost at 50-50, and uh, we want to be at least at 50-50. And the incentive that Nancy will describe in a couple minutes to you, I think will really motivate some of you uh, ladies that haven't called the show before. Our call-in number is 877-960-9960. Now, I ask you to please take a second to write this down. Make a note of it. The show will be on for two hours. We, we're on until 10 a.m. this morning. That's Eastern time. And uh, for those two hours, uh, you'll, I don't know how much you'll be listening, maybe 10, 15 minutes, maybe the whole show. But if you don't have a question now, you will. So if you write this number down, 877-960-9960, 877-960-9960. Write it down. Because something will come up. Somebody will say something, Rick or Stu, my son. Rick is a, a certified master diagnostic technician, knows everything there is to know about cars. Uh, Sue is our spy master. He's in charge of our mystery shopping operation. And uh, uh, if you have a question for Stu, Rick, or Nancy, or me, 877-960-9960. And the text number, this is for the folks that, well, you're not maybe uh, – you just want to get the question answered, but you're not in a hurry. Uh, we try to get them to them uh, uh, pretty quickly, but if we don't, we will by the end of the show. Text number is 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. And we build a backlog of texts, actually, so every now and then I look up at Stu or I look over at it, uh, Rick, and he's our YouTube monitor, so we're on, uh, you know, youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars, youtube.com forward slash Earl on Cars. We're on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Earl on Cars. And so we're, we got a lot of ways for us, we're even on Twitter, so uh, it's almost impossible not to find us somewhere in cyberspace. Again, that text number is 772-497-6530. 772-497-6530. Now, let me uh, introduce Nancy Stewart. Most of you know Nancy very well. She's been with me for 17-plus years. We started the show together doing a half-an-hour show, just the two of us, and we expanded it to an hour. And now here we are at two hours, and we got Stu, and we got Rick, and we got a nice gang here in the studio. Nancy, I know that the audience would love to hear if there were ladies and they haven't called the show before, what are we going to incentivize them with? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, you know, I can't go without mentioning Jonathan. Uh, an interesting story that goes with him is that uh, he, uh, he was once a, a caller uh, many, 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 many years ago, and uh, he invented the word shenanigans every time he listened to our show. And uh, he is definitely a great asset, as uh, the rest of the crew here. We wouldn't be able to do the show without them. Uh, I'm hoping that we can all spread uh, some positive energy to all of you, not only to inform you, but to entertain you. And we sure have a whole lot to get to. Ladies first, we have $50 for the first two new lady callers this morning. I know you can use that. 
$50 for the first two lady callers. Give us a call at 877-960-9960. And, uh, you know, I can't go without mentioning uh, Earl's latest column. Boy, I'll tell you what, it does fit the moment, the occasion and the pandemic that we're going through. And uh, so many of these car dealers that are taking advantage of, uh, well, a lot of vulnerable, desperate people. So uh, remember that uh, you can go to Earl on Cars and you can read all of his columns. But this morning, I want to advise you to read something that's extremely important, a tool for an out-the-door price from a car dealer. It's worth its weight in gold. So uh, we also have our mystery shopping report coming up. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what, you talk about a doozy, a lot of shenanigans mystery shop of Bev Smith Toyota of Fort Pierce. So I, uh, I hope that an angry consumer doesn't catch up with those uh, people that uh, are employed at Bev Smith that are taking advantage of uh, a lot of innocent, desperate people. So stay tuned, folks. we got a great show coming up. Give us a call at 877-960-9960. Or as Earl said, you can text us if you're a little shy at 772-497-6530 and don't forget www.youranonymousfeedback.com back to the recovering car dealer we'll hear from Stu next Stu is uh, my son as I said earlier uh, he's also the general manager of our Toyota dealership which uh, we try not to talk to, uh, talk about on the air because people think we're here self-serving to sell cars to you. And this is definitely not any kind of infomercial. Uh, we acknowledge the fact that there are a lot of good cars out there, some of them better than Toyota, some models, and some of them. Uh, so we, we recommend Hondas. We recommend Subarus. We recommend you buy whatever cars suggested on Consumer Report. We're not here to try to... but. What it does give us the advantage of being active car dealers is we're in the trenches all the time, and Stu is the general manager of the dealership, so he's really in the trenches, and he sees he sees the, the business day by day, and uh, this gives us ammunition to help you because we see what's going on. Uh, he's also our uh, spy master general, we call him, because he controls the mystery shopping report. So, Stu, uh, what do you got in store for us today? Well, what I got on my mind is what you already addressed, and that was the the lengths that dealers are going to now in a time of crisis to innovate and come up with brilliant, brilliant come-ons and uh, new tricks uh, to lure consumers in. It definitely makes my job a lot easier with the uh, mystery shopping report because, I'll be honest with you, I was wondering if we're going to run out of, uh, uh, you know, ruses to, yeah. to uncover. and. New ones are being developed every single day. This has brought out some very, very crazy stuff. Yeah, some uh, the stuff I haven't seen in years. I mean, literally since the the, the early two thousands. And uh, you know, it's kind of funny um, down in South Florida, um, which is still under the 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 restrictions, the, the lockdown. Miami Dade County, Broward County, and Palm Beach County. The irony of that is that business is actually picking up in those counties. Even our dealership, we started off in the in the lockdown. Uh, I mean, completely devastated by the drop off in business. Scary, scary. And um, it and, and we were one of the last ones to start to pick up. But a lot of the dealers down in Broward County and Miami Dade County had months. Uh, I mean, business uh, last month that was you know very similar to a normal month that was in a in the middle of a pandemic. So, mm -hmm. uh, 
uh, knowing that, just realize that the, the, the a lot of shenanigans are still going on. The business isn't as horrible as everybody anticipated, but I think it's given a giving them an excuse to to play really dirty and and also you mentioned about um you know owning a car dealership it really does pain me to do a mystery shop like we did this week um because it is a toyota dealership um we don't compete directly with them so it doesn't doesn't give us much of an advantage to uh, say anything potentially negative about them it was just so egregious and for people living on the treasure coast you have to hear this mystery shopping report yeah. i mean if anything if if uh Bev Sniff would listen to this and just just stop doing what you're doing right now you're going to hurt yourself in the long run so mm-hmm. uh we're doing them a favor too absolutely well let's uh, hear from rick kearney as i said earlier we call him a computer uh scientist although computer scientist used to call him years ago a mechanic uh did we ever call you a grease monkey? I don't think we did that, that one. You did once. No. <laughs> and then he's evolved, and we've all evolved. Uh, this whole world of ours has become highly sophisticated and technical, and it's far more difficult to diagnose. Uh, and uh, I won't say it's harder to repair the vehicles, but you have to know what you're doing to do a proper diagnosis today. And if you've got a modern car and a car bought within the past, what's modern? past 10 years, past five years, you know, maybe the past year. I mean, the technology is evolving so fast that uh, you can't, remember the days when you could pop the hood and look under there and say, oh, that's what's wrong with the car. Yeah, you pop the hood, now you're looking at a giant monolith uh, module, uh, two or three modules. Very and, dense. And way on what's underneath it. So um, if you have to get your car fixed, if you have some symptoms now, you have it's difficult. You don't want to drive into a car dealership, and you don't want to have to be exposed. And what do you do if you got your car, got a problem with your car? Uh, Rick, what would you suggest to the folks out there? Some of them are quarantined. Some of them are just dubious about having to sit in a customer lounge in a customer car dealership. What are they supposed to do? Uh, things are really weird right now, and I, I mean weird with a capital W. Uh, one of the biggest things that we see with customer cars lately is the customers don't always know how to operate a lot of the features. Well, a couple, just a couple months ago, I'd walk out, hop in the car with the customer, and I'd explain how the system works, uh, how to pair their cell phone, how to make the navigation system work, how to get the automatic air conditioning set the way they want it, mm-hmm. uh, the, the controls for their garage door opener, all these different things and and understanding how the different braking systems operate the the cruise control now with radar cruise and the the uh, pre-collision systems the the all the safety features on these cars mm-hmm. and now we don't dare do that not only not that i'm so much worried about it because i figure hey uh, with all the chemicals and abuse that my body has taken i doubt covid can survive in me <laughs> but you know from a customer standpoint they really don't want another person in their vehicle in that close space and I understand that yeah you know we try wearing the masks and we wear gloves all the time you know when I'm working we're constantly switching them up like that but it, it just it's it's created an incredible new challenge to try to figure out how we're going to handle this situation for the next few months and yet our well, we're workload... We're doing a lot of pickup and delivery now, aren't you? We're picking up and delivering a lot. And uh, so we still have people bringing their cars in, but uh, a lot of people are taking advantage of the pickup and delivery. A lot of car dealers are doing that. 
and I think that's a real help. Absolutely. And like right now, one of the best things that I tell folks, if you have a problem with your car that is something that just seems kind of oddball, it's, that it's hard to describe, you've got a weird noise or a weird vibration or something, as crazy as this sounds, have someone get a cell phone and ride with you, someone that you can have safely in your car, and record a video with audio of that situation as it's going on. Yeah. Uh, especially noises. It's incredible the number of times that I've been able to solve a problem with a noise, mm-hmm. or at least give me some ammunition to somewhere to start yeah. by having a recording of that noise. Yeah. And it's, it's great what that does for us. Great tips, Rick. And if you have something in mind now, uh, we're here till 10 o'clock this morning, Eastern Time. Uh, give Rick a call at 877-960-9960. That's 877-960-9960. And you can describe your problem. Rick is liable to be able to give you a good diagnosis uh, right over the air. Uh, you can see him on Facebook. You can see him on YouTube. He's monitoring his YouTube post directly. So if you're on YouTube, uh, post something directly to Rick. Uh, anything about the mechanics of the car, things that you'd, you'd otherwise have to go to a repair shop, either a dealer or independent, you can call Rick Knight. I guarantee you, we have a, uh, we, we kid Rick, we have a, sometimes we challenge people to stump Rick and we give him a prize. It's very rare that you'll find anything about an automobile, any make, year, model, uh, mechanically, or I always say computerized now, as opposed to mechanically, electronically, that Rick can't figure out. So give them a call at 877-960-9960 or text us at 772-497-6530. That's 772-497-6530. And I know what Nancy's thinking right now. I always forget to give out the you-know-what. www.youranonymousfeedback.com. Boy, my cell phone's going crazy. I'm listening to you from last week. Uh, doing the sunrise. Mm-hmm. Okay, folks, uh, we're going to go to our first caller, and uh, she is from West Palm Beach, uh, and uh, it's Lorraine. Good morning, Lorraine. Good morning. Are you a first-time caller? Yes, I am. You just won yourself $50, Lorraine. Awesome. Great. You stay on the line. Give me your contact information. Well, uh, you can give uh, Mike in the control room your contact information, and I can make sure that you get that $50 check. What can we do okay, for you this morning? Thank you. You're welcome. I am on my ride to work. Enjoying the music. Well, fantastic. Glad we can help out. Do you have any questions for us about your car or how to repair or maintain it or maybe buy another one? What? What, anything on your mind about car dealers? Uh, not today. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Lorraine. And call in uh, again and uh, look in the mailbox. That $50 check will be there in just a couple of days. Yes, And stay on the absolutely. line. And Mike will get your contact information so you don't have to give it out over the air. Lorraine, we really appreciate you tuning in to Earl Stewart on Cars and hope that you will spread the word. I, uh, I love hearing from the ladies because the show is for them also, and we need to build a platform here for them. So you have a wonderful day. Thanks again for calling. Thank you, and believe it or not, I bought my first car from Earl's store. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> very good. <laughs> thank you, Lorraine. 
Okay. Stay safe. Have a great weekend. Uh, remember, ladies and gentlemen, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. We love hearing from you. And that number is 877-960-9960. Okay. How are we doing on text? I know we got some anonymous feedbacks. We got a few coming in. Uh, we can start with the anonymous feedback. I think there was one that came in during the week after our last show for Rick, and you forwarded it to Rick, and it was the... Uh, I think it was the question about the uh, car sitting, uh, sitting unused for too long. Mm-hmm. I'll read it again out on the air. It says, uh, my dad once told me that when your car has been sitting unused for a long period of time, your fuel tank will build up condensation, which, which mixes with your gas and creates poor acceleration and performance when you go to use it. He recommended that I should have my tank fully topped off while it is sitting idle. Do you agree with his suggestion? That's actually pretty true, especially in Florida with our high humidity. Uh, Summertime, I'm sure you guys know it. You walk outside and boom, wet blanket. Well, in the modern emission systems with your fuel tank, the government requires that your fuel tank actually be in a state of a vacuum. And it's sealed as tight as it can. But, of course, they never always work like they should. So what happens is instead of letting gasoline vapors escape out into the atmosphere, which is bad for the emissions, it will actually create a vacuum and draw air in. And it's drawing in that moist air. The water, of course, can collect as condensation, but we do have one little advantage. I'm sure you've all seen those stickers on the uh, fuel about ethanol in your fuel, ethanol yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Well. Alcohol actually acts as a catalyst to water and can allow water, it'll absorb the water into the alcohol, mix it, and then it can actually act as a catalyst and allow it to mix with the gasoline to then be burned. So the water vapor, of course, will simply pass through the engine without really doing anything as it's, as your engine's running. Rick, uh, I heard the term topped off, and uh, I always think I hear topped off. I used to until you uh, uh, corrected me. I used to always fill my gas tank up, and then when the pump automatically shut off, I would squeeze it a little bit (laughs) until it came running out of the top, and uh, I don't think I was doing the right thing, was I? Yeah, that's that's actually two separate situations. Uh, The first one is, is by topping off, they're meaning just fill the tank normally. In other words, until the pump shuts off the first time. Mm -hmm. At that point, you should stop. Don't put any more fuel in the car because if you try to do the old-school top-off where you fill it all the way up the tube, mm-hmm. liquid fuel can get into those emissions tubes and into the charcoal canister. And when it collects in that charcoal canister, it creates havoc. Mm-hmm. Your car will not run right because instead of letting just vapors come up into the engine, it's actually sucking liquid yeah. fuel in there. And it can begin. the liquid fuel can actually break down yeah the insides of that charcoal canister and have charcoal coming yeah. up into your engine. Yeah, Boy, I got lucky because I used to do it all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah, I did it when you didn't know when you're going to get enough money to fill up your tank again. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and now these systems have become so much more sensitive because, of course, every time the manufacturers reach a certain level of emission standards, the government comes along and says, now you got to do even better. And so they keep trying, but it makes these systems so very sensitive Believe it or not, a pinhole that you wouldn't even be able to see in a vacuum hose can cause a car to fail its emissions testing 
and it will trigger a check engine light. Wow. Okay, getting uh, back to the text. We have anything coming in now? Okay, I think that we're going to go to Susan, who's giving us a call from oh, Hope's End. Good morning, Susan. Good morning. Are you a first-time caller? Yes, I am a first-time caller. Well, congratulations. You just won yourself $50. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Oh, you're quite welcome. And if you stay on the line and uh, give our guy in the control room your contact information, I'll get that check out to you this week. Okay, thank you. Thank you for calling. What can we do for you? I have a question for Rick. It's in reference to my air conditioner. I have a 2016 Corolla, and the the air conditioner will run cold depending on what the temperature is outside. But if it's really hot outside, I can't get it to blow cold. But if it's like in the morning, it will blow cold. I just wanted to find out what could be wrong with it. Most likely, you've got just a tiny little bit of a leak somewhere and have lost a little bit of that AC charge. Uh, one of the other things that has happened with modern cars, as the air conditioners have gotten more efficient and they've made things a lot smaller, there's a whole lot less Freon in that system. Or it's actually okay. R134 now, It's a, but Freon's like a general term that we use, even though it's a trade name, it's kind of like Kleenex. But it's mm-hmm. there's such a small amount in there now that even the tiniest little bit of a leak that loses only a little bit can cause your system not to blow cold during the real heat of the day. So what you might want to do, just the inexpensive check first, is find a reputable shop and ask them to Mm -hmm. recover, evacuate, and recharge the system to where they're sucking everything Mm -hmm. down, drawing a good solid vacuum on it, and recharging it with fresh, clean refrigerant, and then drive it for a while and see how long that lasts. If it, okay. if it stays good for a year and a half, two years, I wouldn't do anything else. If it lasts okay. only about a month and then it starts seeming like it's getting warm, then I would definitely go for a leak test, find out where you've got that small leak, and see okay. about getting it repaired. Okay, because I noticed out of one of the vents it will blow colder than the other vent also. Is that anything related to that? or? Absolutely. That's That's almost one of the direct signs that we use. That means that you're just a little bit low on Freon. Okay. Well, that's good to know. I'm taking my car to Earl Stewart this morning to get the oil changed, so I'll have him look at it there. And, well, right. well, thank you very much, so, Susan. Any, any other questions? No, that's it. Thank you so much, and I really appreciate all okay. you do. Um, I, I love your dealership. Thank you, thank Susan. Thank you. Stay, stay okay. on the line now so, so you get that information. Okay. So yeah, Nancy will send you the check. I want to thank you, Susan, oh, thank for... You. Uh, for helping us build a platform here for the ladies at Earl Stewart on Cars. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, thank you uh, for uh, everything and spreading the word and letting the other ladies know they, too, are very important to the show. So hope to hear from you soon. Keep listening. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, let's uh, get back to the text. All right. Uh, Earl, your dealership is in one of the three counties that remain under the lockdown. How does this affect your ability to compete with dealers in counties whose restrictions have been lifted? Well, it's, uh, you know, of course, in South Florida, most of There our never car- was any competition. Right. <laughs> most of the uh, car dealerships in South Florida are in the same boat. Uh, matter of fact, uh, the restrictions will probably be lifted sooner in Palm Beach County than uh, in uh, Dayton Broward. Uh, it's just a question of... Uh, 
to answer your question, really, we haven't had a problem. Uh, it, it's, it's almost a psychological problem uh, for people. Even after they lift the restrictions, the question remains, who's going to be coming out anyway? Uh, this is uh, 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 unprecedented in human history. Uh, I think we're going to see it a long, long time before business totally returns to normal. But as Stu said earlier, we're already seeing people who are becoming more accustomed. The initial shock is starting to subside. People you see on television are demonstrating to go back to work, to open restaurants, to open other things. And so everybody's getting itchy. It's not necessarily a good idea, but it's a human thing that's happening. So for the retail people, I think the business will be getting better uh, in Palm Beach County and South Florida um, pretty steadily. Uh, how far back will it ever get back to 100% pre-coronavirus? Well, it will eventually, but how long will it take? I don't think anybody can answer that. Okay. All right, we have a text. It says, good morning, gentlemen, and pretty Miss, Miss, Miss Nancy Stewart. Uh, even with that mascot answer, you look terrific. Oh, with, um, I think that must be voice to text. Even with that mascot answer, I think that meant with that mask on. You look terrific. Uh, this is your ex-UPS driver, Buck, and your ex-Home Depot person. My question is, if I were to buy a used Prius from you, and it has 90,000 miles on it, I know the batteries are uh, the battery warranty is 100,000, how would that be worked out if I were to buy a vehicle from you? Uh, thank you. I haven't been listening to you guys, um, and I'm glad I came across you on my phone. Well, I think the uh, Prius uh, battery is, uh, uh, is the texter saying that he has... 90,000 miles on a Prius battery, and he would trade it in? Uh, he wants to know if he bought a uh, used Prius with 90,000 oh. miles on it, um, what, how would, he would only have 10,000 miles remaining on the hybrid battery. He wanted to know how that would be worked out. I'd be very nervous about, about buying one that had 90,000 miles on it. You can get lucky, and you could drive that car for another 100,000, or you could get very unlucky, and it would go out at 101,000 miles, in which case uh, you'd have to argue uh, to, to have the battery replaced. Uh, practically speaking, Toyota has been very generous, and I think a lot of the manufacturers, when you're very close to having a, a, a battery that goes out of warranty, but you can't bank on it. It doesn't necessarily happen. Um, you'd want to look into the cost of a rebuilt battery, remanufactured battery, because that would be less than a new battery. Uh, what are they going for now, Rick? What is the cost of a... Installed in the car, a uh, hybrid battery on, a uh, say, the Gen 3 Prius, uh, they're running around $3,500 to $4,000. Yeah. Excuse me, uh, Rick, right. but has the, uh, sorry about that. Uh, has the price really gone down from the very beginning? I remember it being so much more um, for the used and for the brand, brand new battery. In 2001, when the Priuses first hit the shores here, yeah. that battery was $10,000 just for the battery. Okay, <laughs> yeah. that's what I thought. So I just want to, Brock, I wouldn't worry about it because they've increased the hybrid battery warranty to 150,000 miles. Oh. Um, and uh, it's uh, 10 years and 150,000 miles, whatever comes first. 150,000? Yep. Wow. Mm. Hey, Ernest, thanks for listening to the show. We really appreciate you. Uh, 877-960-9960, and you can text us at 772-497-6530. We're going to go to Maggie in Jensen Beach. Good morning, Maggie. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I bought, um, I had a lease, um, and it's 
I need to turn it in, but I need to turn it in early. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to not get crucified. <laughs> well, Maggie, um, uh, one thing well, you might... Maggie, one thing you might be, uh, that you might, might be uh, interested in uh, is that you can generally get a, an extension on the lease. If you're nervous about driving around during this coronavirus epidemic, uh, or shopping for a car to buy or lease, or just bringing it back in to have return it to a dealer physically, uh, uh, all, all the uh, leasing companies now are giving extensions. And uh, you know, a 30-day extension is almost automatic. You could get a 60 or 90-day. Uh, my recommendation would be that you consider that, and that way it'll give you more time to evaluate your options. You might want to maybe exercise your option to purchase your car. There's a lease option purchase that's a possible good buy for you. Uh, there's also, you might want to buy a car instead of lease it. Uh, you might want to change to a different make uh, car. So uh, instead of having to appeal the pressure to get it back in on the day your lease ends, uh, get an get a extension for 30, 60, or 90 days, and you have more time to think about it. Thank you. I'm definitely going to get another car. I had a really bad experience with um, the car dealership I bought this from, mm -hmm. and or I leased it from, and I, I definitely want to go to another another dealership, another kind of car, yeah. because it was it was horrible. Yeah. And um, but now I'm I'm kind of stuck with it for temporarily because of uh, you know it's a lease and sure it's just I've had so many problems with this car. It's it's a Hyundai um, Santa Fe. And it's just been the worst car I've ever owned. I've leased cars for years, but I'm going to turn this car in or buy it out and sell it and, mm. and buy a, a used car, uh, you know, off-lease, one, one time off-lease, just because I've had enough. I, I never want to lease again. Well, Maggie, I don't blame you. And uh, even though you're not happy with the car, it's a matter of how you feel, if you feel comfortable. If you feel comfortable about car shopping, uh, the best way to do it is online. Car dealers are delivering cars now uh, to their customers and when they buy them. And uh, they're even uh, offering a delivery to try out cars to demonstrate. It's a, little, it's a little awkward. If you're buying a used car, you really have to uh, drive the car carefully, inspect it, have it inspected by a mechanic. You want to be able to uh, check it out with uh, CarMax, Carfax, I mean, and be sure that uh, the car is in good shape, doesn't have any outstanding recalls. There's a lot of due diligence and work you have to do to buy the right used car. And if I were in your shoes, you've been, dry, you, you, you've been leasing that car for about three years, I would guess. You know, I, I'd, I'd, lease it, I'd lease it for another 30 days anyway, so I could do my homework with consumer reports, check online. That way you don't have to venture outside and expose yourself to this coronavirus uh, until you're good and ready and prepared. Okay. Thank Ella, you. Are Maggie. you a first-time caller, Maggie? Yes. Listen, Maggie. Nancy has a pleasant surprise for you. Maggie, you just won yourself fifty dollars this morning. Uh, we're so excited. We awesome. normally uh, uh, we we normally have the first two lady callers, uh, but uh, ironically, we have three lady callers. 
consecutive calls. So all we have heard from this morning is the ladies. So I thank you for that. You're helping to build a platform for the ladies out there and you have won yourself $50. And if you stay on the line, you can give Mike in our control room your contact information and uh, I can get that check out to you this week. And you know, Maggie, before you go, it's an amazing time to purchase a vehicle. Uh, I can't emphasize that anymore. And you can either get taken advantage of or you can find yourself a fantastic deal. And I would suggest that you go to Earl on Cars and that you read his latest column. And that name of that column is a tool for an out-the-door price from a car dealer. And I created an affidavit uh, for you to take a look at and for you to use. And uh, you definitely will be guaranteed an out-the-door price. No shenanigans, nothing, out-the-door <laughs> price. So take advantage of that, awesome. Maggie, and keep on listening. Thank you, I will, thank you. Have a great day. Okay, so. First of all, I'd like to say, Maggie, you have an excellent name. That's my daughter's name. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also Earl's advice about uh, getting an extension on your lease. Uh, that's good advice in any time, not just during the coronavirus pandemic. Um, a lot of people feel pressured to make a decision too quickly because uh, their lease is ending and they think they got to turn the car in. Um, I think every manufacturer, every uh, lease uh, company um, allows you to extend it. And usually it's about, you can do up to 90 days, I believe, without any issues, and then possibly uh, beyond that. So uh, don't ever feel pressure just because your lease contract's coming to an end. You know, that's great information, Sue. Mm -hmm. um, I got a text from Jennifer, and that's exactly where she is right now. The dealership is pressure. They, they said you have to come in, you've got to get that yeah. taken care of, and you've got to take care of it right now mm -hmm. because your lease is up. Exactly. And um, we got to move forward, and she's afraid they're going to take advantage of her. Yeah, all the dealers, they get notified. They have a list of customers who are coming close to the end of their lease, and that's when the marketing effort begins. So you'll have, um, not only will you have the manufacturer starting to solicit, you'll, you'll have the dealer, the salesperson, automatic emails, personal emails. I'm sure if you've released a car before, this is very familiar to you. So uh, don't let the pressure get to you. Take your time, and if you have to, extend it. Yeah, and uh, Jennifer, if you didn't hear all the information that Stu just shared with the audience, you can always listen to our show later and uh, jot down whatever you need as far as information. But like Stu said, <laughs> don't let them pressure you. Mm -hmm. You've got your rights. Well, we have okay. a text here, yeah. Um, here's a good question. It says, when is the best time to bring up down payment? And is it really lowering the cost of the car? Um, I'll let Earl get into that, but it's kind of, in, it's kind of funny because I've seen, and we've seen on the show, um, car dealer ads, they'll have a price. It'll be a really, really low price. And it will say includes $5,000 customer cash. So they're actually advertising the price after you've given them the money. The quick answer is no, it doesn't lower the cost of the car. Yeah, there's uh, another interesting dimension to down payments. Uh, dealers like big fat down payments, uh, especially dealers that are trying to charge you a whole lot of money for the car. Not only does a down payment make the monthly payment sound low if they hide it in the fine print, but the more down payment they can get out of the buyer, uh, the more profit they can make on the car because the lender will only finance a certain amount over the actual you know, ACV, actual cash value, the wholesale value of a used car or the invoice value of a new car. And uh, back in the old days, there used to be commission plans based on not just 
how many cars you sold or how big a profit, yeah. but you know, on the amount of a down payment, if you can drag out an extra thousand or two thousand uh, dollars from a customer to put down, then you can get the lender to finance yeah. more and more and more. And uh, all you're doing then when you're coming out, in addition to maybe lowering your payment, you actually may be raising your payment because the dealer is going to be actually able to make an extra 2000 or 3000 The more you put down, the more the dealer can make. Yeah, they can sell you more stuff in F&I, and that's, that's the goal. Exactly. Uh, car dealers will actually pay huge cash. Not, not back in the old days, they still do this. Uh, $500 for the biggest down payment of the day. Yeah. And that gets that turns them into a very, very aggressive salespeople for that. It's, it's almost counterintuitive because we're raised to say, you know, you shouldn't finance a lot of money and borrow a lot of money. You should pay cash if you can. And then you should, if you are going to finance it, like when you buy a house, you should put down 20% or 30%. Yeah. That was the, the Puritan kind of a right. Scottish uh really prudent you're going to be financially responsible and the car dealers will use that but actually if you insist on putting down no down payment and you're going to finance the car you have at least one safety stop in there because the lender is very likely not going to finance very very much profit for the dealer they're going to limit the amount of profit the dealer can make Neither a lender nor a borrower be. Ah, yes. Early. Don't do that. Actually, that you, you just that gave me a thought. Uh, there are people who want to put a big down payment, and that's fine. You know, you like lower the amount that you're actually borrowing, pay off the car quicker. But um, you kind of make yourself a target if you go in there and you're buying a twenty-five thousand dollar car, and you you only want to finance ten thousand dollars or fifteen thousand dollars. The bank will loan as much money as uh, there's no limit <laughs> on that to mm-hmm. that car. So that will the F and I manager will know right then that this is a ripe target. Exactly. And everything on that F and I menu that they have, um, you you could buy. Well, they can fit it into the loan. Exactly. Okay. okay. How are we doing? Okay, we're going to go to our favorite caller, and that is John from Palm City. Hello, Good John. Good morning, John. Good morning to everyone. I hope you're staying safe. We are. Uh, yep. Earl's best. Best advice last month, absolute best advice given, is never pay MSRP for the first or the last of any series of cars. I can give you at least a dozen examples, and Earl did give a good example of the Supra Toyota that went for over a million. But nobody's (laughs) mentioned in January 2020 of this year, and Rick probably, I mean, Earl probably knows who the guy is, Rick Hendricks. Yep. He's an oh, auto yeah. dealer. He's a NASCAR team owner. He paid, sit down for this one, <laughs> at Barrett-Jackson, January 2020, the first body number one 2020 Corvette Stingray, $3 million. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> I tell people this, they say no. Can't be. Three million. Did he do okay. that for charity or is that his personal car? Yes, he did it. He did it for charity. He did it for a boy's charity in Michigan, which was a good cause. Yeah. But the price was still $3 million. That's insane. So I want to just briefly give you what Earl's saying about a first in a lab. I was just started high school in 53 when Corvette came out, the first Corvette. Okay. It was thirty four ninety eight. It was a bomb, 300 of them. They couldn't even sell them. They couldn't really give them away. They were all white. They had a red interior and a black top. The quality was unbelievably bad on it, the fiberglass. I believe it. Uh, they were made by hand-built in Flint, Michigan. 
They really could not, dealers didn't want to take them, and if they did sell one, they had to refinish them. They were built so bad. And that was the first, but to begin with, it was a mistake as far as the six-cylinder engine in it. And the only thing, they were going to discontinue, they made it cheaper in 54. It looked a very similar car. They gave more choices of colors. But what helped them, in 55, they put the V8 in it, and they didn't want to discontinue it because Ford came out in a T-Bird. But I can give you so many examples, especially in a Corvette field. My friend Danny, who I just lost recently to the virus, he had the last of the 82, that's the last body style, collector edition. But he was smart. He didn't buy it new. He got it used, and he got a fabulous deal on it. But it's one car after the other. I mean, the worst disgrace was in 76, right here in Delray Beach, the Caddy dealer, Royal Cadillac. They said it was the last Eldorado, which was baloney, because in 85 they came out with a convertible again. And people went crazy. For a car that was listed for 14000 the price, especially for the last collector editions, were going as high as $30,000, $35,000. So wow. never again, Earl's advice on any car, I don't care what it is, never, never pay above the MSRP price on it or for a last edition. That's right. Don't get too excited. <laughs> Thank you, John. It's, hey, uh, it's well, where, it's where I, emotion just, takes I over mean, common this sense. This thing rocks you to, to hear $3 million for a number one. They were pushing this Corvette uh, advertising because of the mid-engine, and um, they weren't making it, actually, then until February in their plant in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But that was a body number one, and I'm sure Earl knows the guy's name. He did pay yeah. $3 million for it. Yeah, he's got a lot of dealerships. He's uh, one of the uh, largest independently, privately owned dealership chains. Uh, mm-hmm. Must have 50 dealerships, oh, I'm yeah. guessing. Well, it's unbelievable the numbers, and also in a Toyota Supra, over $1 million. <laughs> Those well, days have ended, you see them. Well, That's thank right. you, Jonathan. You sound good, hey. you sound healthy. Uh, uh, we're glad you're okay, and terribly sorry about your friend, and uh, yeah, we appreciate John, you calling really the show. Are. We're, we are sorry. And, hey, John, on a more fun side of the show, you know, I think I'm going to start a list of uh, sayings from some of our regular listeners. I mean, in the very beginning, it was just Jonathan at the top of the list with the word shenanigans. But uh, you uh, say, I, I want to get this right now because I'm writing this down. I'm going to start an official list. Sit down for this one. Or is it? Yes. You better That's famous with me. Okay, you bet. Or is it you better sit down with this for this one? I'll usually sit down for this one. Okay, sounds real good. John, have a wonderful weekend, and thanks for Thank not only being a listener but a friend. Thank you very much. You're Look welcome. Look forward to this really important uh, report because I could tell you more about the dealers in Treasure Coast, but I'm not going to go into any details. Well, sit down for it. Okay, John. You better sit down for this one. It's a doozy. (laughs) Thank you. you. Give us a call toll-free at 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. And uh, we really hope we hear from you at uh, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. And I think we're going to go back to Stu. Sure. Uh, we have some anonymous feedback coming in. Um, 
Hello. When does a dealership consider a car as delivered? I.e., when all the paperwork has been signed, the keys handed over, the car's been driven off the lot. Um, well, it's uh, when all the paperwork is signed and the car is driven off the lot. So if you drive off the car without signing the paperwork, it's not delivered. I'm trying to be funny. Well, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, you, you attorneys out there, uh, you can That's call theft. in on this one. I think you legally have bought a car when you sign all the paperwork. Uh, I think that there, you, you cinch the deal. It's, it's like added uh, uh, difficulty of backing out once you take delivery. Right. Uh, it's called consideration. That's a legal term. And uh, actually, consideration is monetary, but there's also uh, the assumption of a consummated deal when you physically take delivery of the product, whether it's, you know, whether you bought a product at the uh, washer and dryer and it's delivered to your home or a car that you drive home. But your attorney will always advise you if you have any doubt in your mind, even if you were foolish enough to sign the papers. Don't ever drive it home. Yeah. But you will find that car dealers will ask you to drive it home for two reasons. Number one, uh, when you drive it home, you are emotionally attached to the car. They call it puppy dogging because when you take the car home, it's like buying a puppy. You fall and, in love. And you show it to your kids and, and your and your everybody sees a little baby puppy. And who's going to take a puppy back to the, the store? Nobody. And your car is like your puppy. So they puppy dog the car. You take it home. And then there's a legal consideration fact. It's very difficult because now the dealer can argue, well, you put miles on the car. We don't know how you drove it or where you drove okay. it. And why should I take the car back? So don't ever be spotted. Don't ever be puppy dog. Uh, if you take that car home, you're, you bought a car. You're not going to get out of the deal. And then you have social pressure to keep it, too, because uh, you pull in the driveway. The guy goes, hey, Bob, nice new car. Yeah, yeah. And the next morning it's gone. You know, Maybe they think that you thought you couldn't afford yeah. it. It's embarrassing. You don't want to do that. So. Isn't that kind of what happened to you and Oreo? Yeah, I got puppy dog with the cutest <laughs> puppy dog the planet has ever seen. You brought Oreo yeah. home and everybody loved him. You couldn't take him back. Right. It's also just harder. I mean, like if you're if you sign the contract and don't take the car home, and then and then you say, listen, I, you know, something came up. You didn't want to. You don't want to do it. But Oreo it's came hard. from where? Big Dog Ranch Rescue, That's and right. I I adopted her in the summer of 2016, all based on a cute picture that I saw on big bdrr.org. Now hold up the book. So yeah. We, and. Uh, Stu mentioning and Earl, Big Dog Ranch, I have to spread the news about Earl's book if you haven't heard of it, and it's called Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer. And guess what, folks? Not only are you going to absorb a lot of information, and it's going to save you uh, so much time. It's, it really is, and it's going to save you a whole lot of money. So uh, take a look at Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer, and remember, 100% of the proceeds, it goes to Big Dog Ranch Rescue, and it is a fantastic read. And with all the time that, well, some of us have on our hands uh, during this pandemic, it's something to pick up and you can go to Amazon and do just that. Okay. I just texted uh, Earl a picture of Oreo, the, uh, the the one that got me. This is what hooked me in on your text. But I'll read this uh, uh, while he's pulling up the picture on his mm -hmm. phone. Uh, this is from youranonymousfeedback.com. It says, hi, have any of you heard of Kevin Hunter, a.k.a. the homework guy? Uh, he's a U He's got a YouTube channel on how not to be taken advantage of when buying a car. He is a former car salesman. I think he'd make a great guest on the show. 
you know what, um, we're, we've been talking about getting guests more and more often, and uh, occasionally we've had them. Um, I will go to his YouTube channel, put him a, m a message, and give him the phone number. Maybe he'll call in. Oh, fantastic. That'd be yeah. great. You find Oreo's picture? I did, yeah. Here it now, is can right you, here. Can you deny that is not the cutest thing? Is that a cutie pie or is that a cutie pie? She's still just as cute, but she weighs about 10 pounds more. Does she? Well, hold, keep holding. I don't have it. I want to. I want to take a look at Oreo. I, I haven't seen her in a long time. Oh, there's a little delay, but with that, you'll see it in a. In a, in a I minute. hardly ever have been bitten by a dog, but Oreo <laughs> bit me, and uh, <laughs> Sue was showing me his new dog, and I said, "Come here, Oreo." Come here. And he jumped up That's and bit me on the leg. I shouldn't have told her about you. That was the yeah. problem. <laughs> okay. I guess we'll just keep plowing through these anonymous feedbacks. Uh, it says, hi, um, are there any, is there any downside to buying a car demo instead of a non-demo car? Hey, before we answer that yeah. question, Robert has been holding. Oh, sure. And I want to thank you for your patience, Robert. Robert's calling from Jensen Beach. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you I for waiting. Uh, no problem. I just want to talk about how I think that uh, new car dealers eventually are going to be a thing of the past. I think their days are numbered. I think you're right. Well, we, we agree on that. Tell, Robert, tell us, why do you believe that? What are, what are your reasons? Well, I see a lot of the new electric car companies coming up, all startup companies, and they're, uh, you buy direct from the factory. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, if, if they, say the car you buy from the factory breaks down, I could see them having a national set of techs that just travel all over the country to fix them. Yeah. Now, they, they don't have, they're not going to have the overhead that a new car dealership has. Typically, how much is an FDL bill for a new car dealership per month? Gosh, uh, Sue could tell you exactly about around it. Around $12,000 a month. That's a big nut to crack every month. It, it sure is. is. And, and do you, do you own the land that the dealership is on, or yeah. who owns that property? We own the land. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, so now you got to pay taxes on that land. Exactly. Yeah, the overhead uh, for a giant brick and mortar, and uh, you're talking about just not car dealerships, but you're talking about a lot of, you see where uh, Macy's and Target and, and a lot of the uh, brick and mortar stores, Penny's is just about ready to close up entirely. So, uh, yeah, the overhead is such that online buying and even, as you say, online repairing. Uh, it's funny you should call about this subject, Robert, because I had a call from a, an author. His name is Brian Deer, D-E-A-R. Uh, look for his book. He's writing a book on this very subject, and he's in New Mexico. And uh, he was telling me about the strong, strong lobbying by the car dealers and the dealer associations in New Mexico to keep Tesla uh, out entirely. Uh, Tesla stores in New Mexico are not allowed. In Florida, we have uh, uh, Tesla stores, but you still have to buy the car online. But you can go into the store and you can select your car and you can have your car serviced at a Tesla store in, in Florida. But uh, the dealers are afraid of the Tesla model for the very reason you cite. Uh, they're afraid that the dealership, franchise dealers, will be a thing of the past, and General Motors and Ford and Honda and Toyota will be selling direct just like Apple sells in their Apple stores. And it's going to happen. It's just a question of how much longer. Absolutely. There's yeah. the future. Plus, yeah. another thing, too, buying a new car is not a fun day. And when I mean that, it's, it's an all-day affair. Yeah. By the time you're done... You're physically and mentally exhausted. <laughs> yes, you leave, you leave with a shiny new car, 
but it's not a fun day. I'd rather go to the dentist to get my teeth cleaned personally. Well, I have a blog article called, Would You Rather Have a Root Canal or Buy a New Car? And uh, you're yeah. after... <laughs> <laughs> well, Robert... I don't know about a root canal, but I don't like my teeth <laughs> Well, Robert, thanks very much for the call. Uh, you, uh, you and I see eye to eye on that one. You're entirely right. You said you would buy a car in one day. You're a better man than most because... It takes a long while. I mean, you get beat up a lot. They play the games with you. And, uh, yeah, and yeah. sometimes you're just mentally, emotionally, and physically exhausted. You're wiped out. Yeah. You're yeah, wiped out. Yeah. Well, enjoy your run. You had a heck of a good run. Thanks, Robert. All right. Have, Have a good one. Thank Take you. care. Thank you for listening. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772 Six five three zero. We'd love to hear from you this morning, and also www.youranonymousfeedback.com. That's real important. I haven't heard any anonymous feedbacks, do? Oh yeah, we've been going through them. I got the next one lined up, ready for us. Oh great! Wants to know: Is there any downside to buying a demo car instead of a non-demo car? Is it true you can get a better deal on a demo than a non-demo? Thanks. Keep up the good work. Judy can answer that better than I can. Well, you should be able to get a better deal on a demo car. Unfortunately, that's not always the case. Um, demo car is a car that is used by employees of the dealership. Um, they used to be used almost by every salesperson. It was uh, ostensibly a way for them to demonstrate the car out on the road to show their neighbors, their friends, get the car out there and get dri- try and drive mm-hmm. some business. Um, that's kind of fallen out of favor because it's pretty expensive. Um, it also increases your insurance cost. If, you, uh, if you're a dealer and, you're, and you let every employee drive a car, um, then it's going to cost you more money in insurance. However, um, usually like the managers, the owner of the dealership might drive one, and they'll put miles on the car, and they'll try to bring it back in and sell it. Um, they need to disclose that as a demo, and they should treat it as a used car. Um, while they carry that car in stock, the car is depreciating as it's being driven. Miles are being put on it, and they, you should get a price comparable to a, a used vehicle of the same model year and similar miles. But that's not always the case. They'll push that it's a new car. Um, they'll let you know that you're the first owner of the car, and technically, that's true. Um, it, it has never been titled before, um, so it's technically a new car, but it's effectively a used car that you're buying. So uh, if you're negotiating for that car, uh, for, to buy a demo car, insist on a big discount. You better be paying considerably less than what you'd pay for a new car uh, with no miles on it. Exactly, and I, I just steer away from it in general. I look back over the years selling demonstrators, and I see dealers that charge everything they call a demonstrator. It's whether the, the boss's wife drives the car or whether it's a rental car. Uh, whether uh, yeah, And oftentimes you'll buy a new car that has as many miles on it as a demonstrator because cars are dealer-traded, swapped from different parts of the states, even out of state. And it isn't, it isn't uncommon to have a, a new car with 300 miles on it. So I'd, I'd watch... Uh, I'd watch out for the specials on demos. I'd focus on buying a new vehicle, and I'd negotiate my best price on that new vehicle, getting competitive prices from at least two or three other dealers. And then if they want to sell me a demo, if they have a demo that's just like the new one I want, and it's $1,000 less than the price I negotiated on the new one, I might buy the demo. Yeah. But don't start. Start with a new car, and then move to the demo yeah. just by, for comparison purposes. What I don't understand is how um, dealers um, 
or and even customers who get starstruck by who drives it, I've been saying, this was driven by the dealer himself. Mm-hmm. Like that makes it a better car to drive. Now, maybe compared to a uh, you know salesperson, they might think that he's older, more responsible, and not would treat the car better. But it reminds me of a Seinfeld episode where George Costanza yeah. <laughs> uh, bought a car because he was told that John Voigt used to own it, and uh, that somehow made that the piece of junk that he bought more appealing. So, uh, you know, don't get starstruck. Uh, you know, and you might want to pull up the the topic, uh, the idea of a demo. Let's say you get to a point and you cannot c- come to a, a price on a new car. Uh, you might ask the question: Do you have a, any um, you know uh, demos or demonstrators um, with low miles that I could get a better deal on, and see if you can go lower than the lowest price you can get? But yeah. like you said, look at it as a used car. Okay. You know, uh, th- uh, there was a time whenever I'll, I'll say back maybe ten, fifteen years ago. Uh, that uh, there were rental cars, and uh, I, I was one of the people that uh, would uh, that purchased one, uh, and I saved a lot of money. Uh, but as you pointed out earlier, who drove the car? Uh, who beat it up? Did they take care of it? What do you uh, advise the audience as far as those rental cars, and are they still out there? For purchase. Yeah, I would um, treat it like you're looking at buying any used car. You have to look at the vehicle history reports, like at Carfax. Um, and if you can um, have a, an independent mechanic or take it to a, a dealer that you trust that would do a free inspection or a very, very inexpensive uh, inspection for you. Um, yeah, people do beat the hell out of, out of rental cars. Uh, some people do it intentionally because they maybe have aggressive personalities and they've just been itching, but they don't want to do it to their, their own car. So um, just be careful, you know, treat it as a used car. The thing is, the, the same sorted history could, could be on any, on any used car that you buy. So somebody could have abused it while they owned it. But I would, yeah. I would recommend if you are going to buy a rental car to go to a rental company. And I, I've seen, we've experienced uh, uh, Hertz and uh, Avis and, and National and Enterprise and all the rental car companies is far more sophisticated and and uh, civilized to buy a car from a rental company than a car dealer. And if you go in, it's uh, one price. Most of them don't have dealer fees. Uh, uh, it's more of a professional sort of a non-bait-and-switch kind of a, a deal. If you're buying a rental car from a, a dealer, then you're right back in the yeah. swing of it, and you have to be extra careful. Yeah. I'll, I went to Enterprise, and I'll tell you, it was a great deal. Yeah. The car smelled good. Uh, there wasn't any smell of cigarettes, and uh, it, it was a great deal back then, but it was many years ago. Mm-hmm. 877-960-9960, or you can text us at 772-497-6530. I can't mention it enough, www.youranonymousfeedback.com. We want to hear the truth. We want to hear the facts. What about okay. YouTube? We got any YouTubes at all? Uh, we've been having a little few technical issues where YouTube has kind of gone up and down. Oh, boy. Um, okay, well. The Internet's not been nice to us today. Yeah. Skynet is just. Uh, oh, I thought that was just me. Uh, uh, okay, uh, folks, we're going to go to <clears throat> Howard, who is a regular caller. Thank you for your patience, Howard. Howard, we still got you with us. Yeah. yeah. Hi there. I, th- I think you have me. I think you have me. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I just wanted. I could just commend you on your uh, uh, Earl Stewart Toyota's dealership, keeping us safe, keeping distances, and uh, watching out for us. And now that I'm finished with the uh, infomercial, let me ask my uh, my question. <laughs> okay. Okay. My question is this. Uh, I saw a uh, 
gentleman digging in, in my car. I'm in the bluffs, and he was digging. And then I noticed he had some wires, and he was uh, fastening these wires together. And I questioned him. I said, what are you doing? He says, well, I'm, I'm setting up uh, a charger, uh, charger port for my Tesla. And so I said to him, but uh, I heard that you can't do it. You have to have a professional. He said, I'm a professional. I'm an engineer, but I'm going to have someone uh, approve it at the end. And uh, then I, you know, I asked him a couple of questions. He says that anybody could use this charger uh, to charge up. He says, that's not only for me. It's, it's, it's going to be a, a common grounds. People will be able to, to use it. So I don't understand, but I didn't ask him who pays for it. And uh, if everybody uses it, uh, there's a meter, I guess, and who's going to pay for this? Hmm. So can you answer that question? Boy, I, I hope Rick can, because I can't. I, I'd be very careful. If I had an expensive car like a Tesla, uh, I'd want to probably have... I would think you could void the warranty very simply without an approved charger. And if uh, Tesla probably is very careful about what chargers they do approve, a homemade uh, charger is probably something that can void his warranty, even if it did work. What do you think, Rick? Yeah, I'd agree wholeheartedly with that one. I, I, I'd be very careful about it. Um, and if someone's putting something in on your common grounds in a community, uh, I'd be letting your community HOA or your homeowners association, whoever's in charge there, somebody needs to be checking that out to make sure <laughs> safety issues are being followed and that everything's being done properly. And obviously it's going to get charged back to that association, you know, whoever pays for the common lighting and everything. So. For that side, I'd be rather nervous about it. <laughs> now, Howard, about uh, the association association approved it, oh. and uh, the only stipulation is that uh, a professional has to come in uh, from the, uh, the city of Jupiter and uh, approve it. So uh, that's that. You know, so that sounds like it's uh, legitimate. Okay. What do you think, Rick? Well, if they if it gets approval by the engineers and by the city, then. I would say if you got an electric car, I'd go with it. I mean, it'd be the same uh, thing as the chargers that you use at the city library or any other place you but go. How, but, Howard, if I lived in that community like you and I knew that they were opening up a common uh, you know, power source that you pay for, all the people that live there paying for their, that in the common area of maintenance, you're probably paying a couple thousand dollars a month or thousand dollars a month or something like that, and you're paying for some guy charging his Tesla. Uh, you know, when you charge a Tesla battery, you're using up quite a bit of power. Multiply that by the number of other people using it. Uh, I would, I'd register a complaint with the president of the association myself. I'm going to bring it up. It's a good thing I'm speaking to you because I, I had no idea. I, I, I'm not an engineer. I had no idea. I thought it was, a, you know, I, I thought it was a minimal charge, but now I, I'm learning that it's a, it takes a, quite a bit of uh, power to yes. power up uh, something like a Tesla. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's well. That's, I never heard that before. No. The other thing I was going to mention, uh, you might mention to the guy, the value of that Tesla is about half the battery. In other words, if he paid fifty thousand dollars for that Tesla, the battery itself is about twenty-five thousand dollars. So if he blows that battery up, 
uh, he's got himself a very expensive repair. It's not like uh, a hybrid battery, even though they're expensive. They're not nearly the expensive as the huge battery they have in all electric vehicles. Okay, now does Toyota put out anything close to a Tesla, or will they in the future put anything out close to a Tesla? They, they will. Uh, right now, well, Toyota committed to, they call it electrification, so that means some version of electrification, whether it's hybrid, all electric, um, and it's going to be on every model, and it's going to be over over time, over the next you know five, six years. Uh, the closest thing they have now are these plug-in uh, versions, which is a half-step half between a pure electric and a, and a, and a hybrid vehicle. So you, can, it, you plug it in, you'll have uh, something like 25 miles of driving range in all electric at normal speeds. Uh, that's great. I actually drove one for a while, and my son drives a, a Prius Prime, which is a plug-in. And uh, based on our distance of our daily commutes, we don't really ever use gas, um, and it's nice for a longer trip. Uh, the next step is these longer-range batteries, and, and Toyota uh, kind of stumbled in the beginning because they, they started to put their effort into the hybrid fuel cell technology. Um, but they've pivoted, and they're going back to an all-electric vehicle as well. So um, we'll see more of those coming out. I, I'm, I'm as anxious as anybody else. I would love to drive an all-electric vehicle yeah. that's not Tesla. Rick. Rick, Rick had a point. Well, there's also we had the electric <coughs> Rav for quite a while. Yeah, that was uh, back running in, the, around in California. Wasn't that back in like the early 2000s or even late 90s? The, the first versions were that were in California in 2000s. Yeah. But now they've still got them. Even now, the newest ones. And so Toyota is working on full electric vehicles as well. What's the range yeah. on the uh, newer RAV? Uh, the best I know, they were running about 200 to 250 miles on a charge. Mm -hmm. Like a lower level Tesla. Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. Cool. Well, thanks, Howard. That's uh, something I never heard before. So let me know what the association says if you complain about paying for your friend's Tesla charge. Yeah, I'll call you up uh, on, the, on the next show. Okay. Thank you. Hey, thanks. Have, you have a good day and keep safe. Thanks, Howard. Thanks, Howard. Uh, I, w I wonder if that resident is going to rent out uh, that charger. <laughs> He's going to supplement his income. <laughs> the cool things with the electric vehicles, um, there's a called a it's called Plug Point. I think is the name of it. I could I might have gotten that wrong. It's just an app, and you can locate any charging station. SharePoint, and you can f locate any charging station anywhere in the United States with the app. And there's an account because I, I wondered about that in the future because uh, we have some electric charging stations at our dealership and um, right now they're they're available to anybody. At some point when there is enough electric vehicles on the road, it will have an impact on your electric bill, and uh, and there is a small charge in pennies, um, but it adds up. So basically, it it it, it covers what you lose um, by giving away electricity. You know, the cool thing about charging uh, your electric vehicle is that you typically charge it at night. You put it in the plug it in at night, and at night is when you have minimal power de uh, demand. So there's a huge uh, savings to the uh, power produ production of any community or state when you're able to use that power that's, that's uh, not used before at night, and you have to run your generators or whatever it is that's producing the power yeah. to be able to run them continuously, more so than uh, peaking during the day and dying off at night. If you have a bunch of electric vehicles being charged at night, it'll tend to even things off. On the other hand, you could come where it's the other way around, where you have huge demand at night because all electric vehicles are being charged. You'd be right back where you started from, but That's it's right. an interesting problem. Yeah. 
All right, we have a text that says, Good morning, everyone. Glad to see you guys are all doing well, watching you live on YouTube. Just wanted to know if you guys found out anything on the topic that you mentioned a few weeks ago, and that was on the Car Shield. They didn't remember the name of it, but I do remember it was the warranty, com- the thing that we're seeing commercials on for Car Shield. It's an after, aftermarket uh, extended warranty. Um, and yes, um, I did look it up, and I do have, um, uh, I advise caution with Car Shield. So, um, Extended warranty is a really service contracts. Um, they're not an actual warranty. It just you pay to have uh, an insurance product to fix things if your car uh, breaks down. And um, the best warranty offered by CarShield is called their diamond their diamond policy. And um, and by the way, just really quick, if you're in Florida and you buy an extended warranty, that's considered an insurance product and is regulated by the state insurance commission. And ha- they have to set a price. They can't haggle with you on the price. So the prices are, are registered with the state. Um, so uh, that's good news in Florida. That way you, you, can, you can compare apples to apples. But this is an exclusionary uh, warranty, um, which is not weird. But when you read the things that it excludes, I would advise you. And I don't know the price because I did not want to give them my phone number, email address, and be hounded uh, to the, for the rest of my life. But it excludes things such as... Uh, LED lights, um, taillight assemblies, uh, keyless entry pad and transmitters, uh, compact disc players, um, battery cables, distributor caps, uh, catalytic converters, hoses, belts, wiper lids, that's all standard. But it looked like a lot of things that we don't normally see in an exclusionary uh, warranty. So it looks like it's not covering things that you would expect to be covered by a, by a car warranty. And also, uh, if you notice fine print, I looked at it, I made a point of... Uh, you know, looking carefully, and uh, car shield is illegal to be sold in several states, uh, California and about a half dozen other states. There you go. Uh, it's not available for sale, and they do that because what they're charging you for is probably two or three thousand dollars for a warranty that, or extended warrant uh, service contract that you'd never be able to use. Yeah, there you go. Okay, we got YouTube. Well, we got a couple actually have just popped up. Uh, the first one I'll go with is Donovan Lewis says, uh, he says, in most places, though, it's not cheaper to charge at night. Rate reduced times have actually gone away to a fixed per kilowatt hour price. And and that actually goes along with a lot of the idea that a lot more people now are almost becoming night owls no. with the Internet. And it's we're becoming a worldwide Internet community. Well, I don't think Internet uh, has that much power demand, but I think that it depends on the region. I mean, you have you have regions where there's a huge amount. Let, let's take a manufacturing area where the manufacturing is done mm-hmm. typically during the day. So when you have a lot of machines and things that are drawing a huge amount of power, and at night things yeah. calm down. Yeah, FPNL has, uh, a, has a reduced rate for evening. Yeah. So uh, region by region, my guess would be California because they jumped on the electric bandwagon early, the hybrid bandwagon, and then the electric incentivized it and require a lot of manufacturers to provide these cars. My guess would be that there's a, probably a large draw in power in California, but when it started out, there, yeah. it wasn't so. Yeah. Yeah, they call it time of time of use rate. That's what FBNL calls it. Yeah. And KitKat makes a really interesting point here. It says, have you guys seen Michael Moore's new documentary that shows all the electric green technology, especially all electric cars? It shows how dirty the green technology is and that it's polluting the heck out of South America with the digging of the lithium. 
and that high mile per gallon cars are actually cleaner than electric cars in the overall sense. Yeah, I heard that on uh, CNBC actually, and I was surprised because Michael Moore is generally considered to be one from the far left, and some of his views on capitalism and so on and so forth uh, were suspect based on political bias. But now he's taken a position uh, that is something you'd expect from the extreme right. So uh, how, whether he's right or wrong, I think I'd love to watch that video because for a person who normally you assume would think that they would praise uh, green efforts, now he's saying that the green efforts actually are polluting the planet more than the gas and oil, which everyone assumed was the main uh, villain in all this thing. So, yeah, Michael Moore video. I'll probably Google that and check it out. Mm. And the next one I have here is Kyle Smeltz is asking, is the 10-year, 150,000-mile Toyota hybrid battery warranty only for 2020 vehicles and newer? Um, they they increased it last year, I think. So I'm going to – don't kill me if I'm wrong. I think it's 2019 and up. Okay. And that got us caught up here. Very good. And I'm going to research that because I'm starting to question myself. I think they might have done some retroactive warranty on that. Mm-hmm. So mm. when I have a moment, I'll, I'll Google that. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is a text. It says, good morning. Um, I hope everyone is well. A couple of questions. With how bad this pandemic is, I'm surprised the car deals I've seen aren't more aggressive. Zero percent and 90-day deferment is nice, but they are already doing 0.9%, 1.9 with 90-day deferment. Uh, do you think the deals will get better next month? And will the new car deals be better in four to six months? Um, I just want to address on the uh, those low interest rate um, promotions. Um, some manufacturers are offering the 0% um, for seven years, the 84 months. Um, so that is, the, the question is, is that actually better? Um, and we can we can debate that, and I'm sure Earl has some thoughts on it. Um, but you're you're absolutely right. Low interest, interest rates have been low since the... Uh, uh, the Great Recession and um, seeing 1.9 and 0.9% financing on certain models is really common even on high volume things like Toyotas and Hondas. Um, one of the things that Toyota did um, with the 90 day deferment is they opened it up to um, all um, credit tiers. It used to be you could get a 90 day deferment if you're in the top t- credit tier. Now they've taken it down to the level four, tier four, so now it's, they've expanded that. Um, but I'll let Earl talk about the um, the low interest rates for long terms. Yeah, the the incentives are not as good as they see, appear to be, and uh, you know zero percent used to be a, a really good deal, but now because uh, interest rates are so low, it's it's really not that a good deal. You have to do your arithmetic. You have to really sit down with a pencil and paper and a calculator, and decide whether the cash rebate that usually is offered as an alternative to the low interest uh, is better for you. If you're financing more money for a longer period of time, the lower interest rate, 0%, could be the better way to go. If you're not, if you don't want a 84 months, which you're crazy if you do, I think, uh, you know, six months or six years is bad enough. Five years is a test. Uh, yeah, what, you know. what was the typical term back when you first became a dealer? Uh, what was the term? Oh, well, it was 24 months, yeah. and if you were crazy, you went 36 months. Yeah. And uh, most, a lot of people did 12 months. The cars last longer. The cars are, cars are more reliable. Interest rates are lower. So it's not a black and white issue. You can't just say, 
a low interest rate offering for a long term is good or bad. Depends on you, your driving habits, the car you buy, and how much down payment you want to put down. Uh, you just have to do a what if scenario. What if I do zero down for 72 months at zero percent, or what if I do $5,000 down for five years? It's complicated buying a car now, and the car dealers will use that to their advantage. When you see the zero percent financing and you see the no down payment or whatever they're advertising, you got to see the fine print. And our Mr. Shopping report this afternoon, coming up very shortly, you will see what can happen to you if you don't read the fine print. The offers you see it on TV, read it in the newspaper, or see it online is not the truth. Yeah. You can almost, and I almost say positively assume, every car ad is a lie. Even the manufacturer's car ads are lies. Yeah. And you have people out there saying, now, Earl, you've really gone crazy. I call it a lie when you make an offer for a <laughs> price or a monthly payment or a down payment or a percent interest. and the offer is contradicted in the fine print. Now you can say, well, legally that's not a lie, and maybe you're right, but morally it is a lie. Right. Every car advertisement, they're not telling you the truth. Basically the fine print can be translated as not really. Yes. So it's $10,000 $10, off, not yeah. really. Absolutely, and uh, folks, you know, uh, knowledge is power, and I mentioned Earl's book earlier, Confessions of a Recovering Car Dealer. I'll tell you what, like I said earlier, there is so much information in there that'll help you, and uh, you'll be helping out our, our fuzzy little friends the, out at Big Dog Ranch Rescue because 100% uh, of the proceeds goes right to them, and I can't mention Consumer Report enough. Um, it's uh, my my favorite book is Confessions of a Recovering Dar Car Dealer, but I'll tell you what, a home should not be without consumer reports. There is so much information in there, especially now with the pandemic, to answer all of your questions, and that includes keeping your car clean and so much more information. Uh, if you didn't jot that number down or if you just tuned in, you're listening to Earl Stewart on Cars. And that number where you can reach us is 877-960-9960. Or if you're a little shy, give us a text, 772-497-6530. And don't forget, youranonymousfeedback.com. We're going to go to Warren. Oops, we lost him. Hey, uh, Warren, if uh, you're listening, give us a call back. You know, I was thinking about the 84-month thing. I, I think just as general, I mean, I could be wrong. I just think it's a general rule of thumb because we can't predict the future. Uh, if there's a choice between a, a big rebate and a low interest rate, they come, the car manufacturers, they're not stupid. They're not just going to, like, give this giant, I mean, it's effectively the same amount of, you know, uh, you know cost to them. You can't predict the future. I'd take the cash rebate any day yeah. because, you know, if once you do that on day one, you realize the full benefit of that incentive. Absolutely. If you get well, 84 months and you trade it in two years well, I, or three I, years. I, I hate to say positively, and I agree with you 90%, but if you're buying an expensive vehicle, and let's say you're buying a, a 60000 dollars $90,000 vehicle, and, and you finance it $90,000, for eight or seven years uh, for zero percent, it has to be one whopper of a rebate to offset the advantage. If you're going to keep the vehicle that long, and there are people out there 
that keep their vehicles and they plan on it. They don't put a lot of miles on them and they keep them for six, seven years. Yeah. So, But that's such a small percent. I mean, a small percent. You know, most cars are you know, on $30,000. I agree. Yeah, I love a rebate. I'm the rebate girl. Ask girl. <laughs> <laughs> I am relentless. Okay, we are going to go to Warren, who's calling us from Pompano. Yeah, Warren's calling us from Pompano Beach. Good morning. How are you, Warren? Hi, how you guys doing? We're good. Hey, um, I, hey, you know, I'm I'm up here stuck in northern New Jersey, and I think I called you last week. Mm-hmm. And they're not selling any cars. It's like there's, there's nothing here. So I'm looking at maybe June or July or buying one. But I just wanted to make a statement though about buying online. Have it to a relative of mine. This is one of the pitfalls. He's a techie kid, and he said he bought everything online. Everything everything he buys online. Mm-hmm. He bought a car, a very expensive car online, and then when he got to pick up the car he didn't realize it and when he got home it was missing one of the things he wanted on the car and it was too late and i just wanted to you know say that you got to be careful when you buy these things online sure because you never know unless you're 100 percent sure exactly what's in the car sure you're absolutely right Howard. there's also uh, i don't know the new jersey law but in florida and different states have laws about uh, being able to back out of a deal when it's consummated at your home if they deliver the car to your home and you buy the car online and there are a lot of products that you have 72 hours or three days in florida to return it Uh, not so with an automobile and a lot of people think that they have a right they call a right of rescission to back out of the deal uh in three days after uh, a home sale Uh, and that that was originally put into place to protect people from you know, back in the day, the encyclopedia salesman or the Fuller Brush man, they don't have those anymore, but not many people are selling cars directly to people at homes. But if you buy a car and the car is bought online, they deliver to your home, you are, it's a done deal. You cannot back out of the sale. Well, yeah, and also because when he called up and he, he called up and he realized what was missing, mm-hmm. it was a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and he wanted, the, the car came with a backup camera, but at that point, it was extra, yep. you know, but he ordered the backup camera. And when it didn't have it, he didn't realize or didn't look at it or whatever. When mm-hmm. he called up, you know, they said to him, well, here's the paperwork. You ordered model 7271, but it's model 7271A with right. the backup camera. You're buying good luck. Yeah. And, you know, he had to put it in and cost him $700 or whatever on it. Yeah. Um, the other point that uh, I, I wanted to make was a friend of mine just bought a car in Tampa. He bought a used Cadillac uh, for for twenty eight thousand dollars. Actually, it was thirty two because he traded in an old one. It had nine thousand miles, with two years old. So I thought it was a fantastic deal because the car is like a fifty five thousand dollar car, mm-hmm. and the dealer was just happy to consummate a deal. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if it's a good deal or not, but it sounds like a pretty good deal to me. So just to prove your point that you can get some pretty good deals now if you look for it. Warren, you're right. I I always advocate buying a good used car. Uh, the trick uh, trick is to be sure you're getting a good used car. And if you do your homework, it's far better value than a new car. You get a, a two or three year old uh, Cadillac, uh, low low mileage, good car Carfax report, uh, hasn't been any kind of an accident. Uh, it's a much better value. Uh, three, four years from now, when you want to trade that back in, the depreciation is nominal compared to the depreciation if you had bought the new Cadillac. 
Yeah, he, he the car was. In, I don't know what the story was. It's some little old lady from Pasadena drove the car or whatever, and uh, you know, nice, yeah, you know, one of those things. But it was from the was from a dealer. It was from a Cadillac dealer. He showed him the Carfax report. Uh, he took it to you know. He said he could take it to a mechanic. He actually didn't. Say it was never in an accident. Yeah. You know, it was uh, you know complete new car, whatever the reasons were, why it was turned in, I, I don't really know. But when he said he's getting it, I think he gave him a good deal. Like I said, they gave him four for the old car. So it cost him 28000 plus it had a warranty, not a, just a powertrain warranty. Mm-hmm. It had a warranty for like three more years on it, which most, from the, from the manufacturer, that goes to like seventy-five or 80,000 miles on it. Well, you know, all the major stuff. So I said, I, I don't think you could get a better deal than that anywhere. That's a great buy. pretty good to me, but... Because, yeah, because again, he went to the dealer, and the dealer was like, just wanted to make a deal to move some cars yeah. because you know nobody was coming in on it. So I said, "Not and what's nine thousand miles on a car? It's mm-hmm. nothing." Yeah, now you're absolutely so, right, uh, Warren. It's, uh, it takes a little more work. Uh, you got to be sharper. But if you're if you're willing to do the work and you're sharp and careful, uh, used cars far better value than a new car. Yeah, and uh, I just want to thank you. Show is great. And when I'm going to buy a car, I'm just going to, you know, all your tips you give are really come in handy. And I tell a lot of people, you know, you know, some of the tips are great. Some people listen, some people don't, you know, but what can you do? But uh, it's a really fun show. I really enjoy listening to you. Well, guys. thanks, Warren. Please call again and, and stay safe out there. You got it. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you, Warren. Thanks for uh, bringing up that great point. Because there are a lot of people who do listen and some that don't. And like I always say, knowledge is power. And we're here to try to help all of the consumers. 877-960-9960. Or you can text us at 772-497-6530. Now back to the recovering car dealer. I think Rick's got YouTube. We do. Donovan has got a statement here. He says, I've seen, excuse me, I've seen many car dealers not really reducing the prices of their cars, but they're paying much less for the used cars. Mm, excuse me. They say your car is worth nothing, but their car did not drop in value. Not fair. Hmm. Sure. I, I wasn't paying attention, I confess. Yeah, I, 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 I think this something. one goes back <laughs> to, to your statements, Earl, where when you encounter a dealer like that, walk away and just find a different dealer because... Right now, I think, like you've said, a lot of the dealers are up in arms. They they don't really know where things are going, yeah. and very things are very uncertain right now. You can go into a dealership, so, and if they have ten salesmen or or hundred salesmen, uh, there's some rotten apples probably, mm-hmm. and you get people that are just uh, you don't like you don't like them, uh, you, you don't agree with them, you think they're taking advantage of you. Uh, if you have the courage, and a lot of people don't want to be offensive, just say, I'd like to go to the manager, say I'd like another salesperson. Uh, people should deal with people they feel comfortable with. I mean, if you're, if you're female, maybe you feel more comfortable talking to an, another woman. Uh, if you're a young person, maybe you want a young person. Uh, you are in the driver's seat uh, when you go into a car dealership. You're in, you, you have control. They are going to try to take control. And one of the best ways to, to keep control and take control 
is insist on getting a salesperson that you feel comfortable with. And there are, in every sales in every dealership, some of the most crooked dealers, there are a few salespeople in there that really care, and they are uncomfortable. They're there because they need the job, and they and they, they got to feed their family, but they will treat you honestly within that environment, even though the dealership itself is, is one you wouldn't want to normally deal with. Now, that's some great advice. Yeah. Stu? Okay. Um, I got a text from Anne-Marie, longtime listener, longtime texter, and we met her in person once. Uh, good morning. Most of us are not driving as much as we used to because we're sheltering in place. When it comes time to trade our cars in, they will have lower mileage than usual, assu- assuming sheltering lasts for a while. Uh, will cars have a better value when it comes to trade? When it comes time to trade them, thanks. And she's glad to see we're all fine. Thanks, Anne Marie. Um, absolutely. Um, uh, lower mileage car is uh, is worth more, but I'd caution that the. Um, it's relative to other cars, so um, it's supply and demand yeah. too. When these cars come back and people are getting back into the buying cycle, they'll be coming back a large amount at one time. So yeah. it's supply and demand. Although it will be offset by the idea that it has lower mileage, unless everybody's cars has less miles. That's true. So it's, <laughs> it is relative. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Uh, Excuse me, Stu. Yeah. You know, while I'm thinking about it, um, I want to give a shout out. Uh, from all of us here at Earl Stewart on Cars, to Tina. I want to let you know that we really miss you, and we hope that all is well with you. Yeah. And, uh, well, maybe next week we'll hear from you. And thank you to Anne-Marie for always texting us every week. Yeah, Back Tina, to Tina Bonita, Tina from Bonita Springs, Bonita, right? That's yes, right. Bonita no. Springs. We've had several requests for her calls from, from texters and anonymous mm-hmm. feedback yeah. people. Let us know how you're doing, Tina. Okay, we have Steve in New Jersey says he just want to say thanks. He incorporated much of Nancy's um, affidavit. Um, he used that to send that out. Uh, RFQs, he called them. Those, that stands for Request for Quotes. Um, he sent out multiple RFQs to several dealers uh, over the Internet, uh, which means he emailed them. Mostly the dealers uh, gave me true out-the-door quotes, although a few included incentives I didn't qualify for. Surprise. Um, with information provided by you, I was able to easily identify the dealers who provided true out-the-door quotes. My buying process was made easy by your guidance. Also, I'm certain that I got a decent OTD price that's out the door, and equally important to me, I bought it from a very reputable dealer. Thanks again. Thanks, Steve. That is really cool. That's got to make you feel good. I like that. I I really do, you know, because uh, it's been a long time since, uh, well, anyone has just walked into a dealership and walked out with the price that they quoted. I mean, uh, it, it's it's uh, easy, easy, you know. It's uh, And you can go to Earl on Cars and you can download that affidavit. And it is a great tool for an honest price from a car dealer. You know what, we're gonna, we're gonna try the same thing. Let's do that. It'll be kind of like a supplemental shopping report. We'll go out and we'll send the affidavit, email it to uh, various dealerships and we'll see what percentage we respond and how they respond, uh, it'll be very interesting. I, I'm so happy that someone had success in doing that. Yeah. I'll dress up. I'll go out. I'll well, dress up. I'll, they, I'll, I'll have a special outfit, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll have my tool for an honest price, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Put on like a, like a fake mustache and sunglasses and... The mm-hmm. whole... The whole kit and caboodle. Uh, all right. Uh, we have a few. We're getting close. I think it's a, a long mystery shopping report. We do have a few texts, and we do have some anonymous feedback. Probably have time on my end for maybe one more. Do you want to go for a, uh, 
one critical of us well, or we, a we, car run, one? we run and run the video too so what, okay. why don't we do the video and the report and then we'll get to the text uh hopefully after we get through with the report let's do that and, and, and folks you can rate this mystery shopper report and i want to tell you you're going to be blown away and uh, please uh, rate the mystery shopping report. Your, you know, your rating is uh, very important to us at 772-497-6530. Uh, okay, Jonathan, can we uh, get the report, uh, the YouTube up? While we're putting this YouTube up, uh, we're going to tell you that we're mystery shopping Best Smith Toyota in Fort Pierce. And this is the TV advertisement that the mystery shopper responded to, and I want you to tell us, or th mentally, think what you would, your impression would be from this television advertisement from Best Smith Toyota in Fort Pierce, Florida. Wink at me when we get the uh, YouTube up. Are you ready for there we go. <laughs> <laughs> now is the best time to buy at Bev Smith Toyota. Drive our most popular models with 0% financing for 84 months or make no payments for six months. Plus, you get a lifetime warranty and we'll pay off your trade. Shop 24-7 at BevSmithToyota.com. We'll even deliver the vehicle to you. At Bev Smith Toyota Fort Pierce, where well, you tell us different? Bev Smith Toyota's where the savings are at. Oh, man. I got to hear that again. John, can you, can you run that again? Or is that going to be? Are you ready for some I'm getting up. Yeah. Is that Frank singing this, or is that um, <laughs> Frank Gonzalez? It sounds like him. I think Frank comes in here in a second. Shop 24/7 at BevSmithToyota.com. We'll even deliver the vehicle to you at BevSmithToyota for Yeah, see. Yeah, you got a sharpie. Yeah, I'm not in the country. I forgot. That's that's the Monday Night Football guy. Who's the who's the singer there? Is that Charlie Daniels? It's not Charlie Daniels. Uh, that? That's <laughs> Hank Williams. Hank Williams Jr. Hank Williams Hank Jr. Williams yeah, Frank, Jr. you sound a lot like <laughs> Hank Williams Jr. You got okay, you folks, got now you just saw this ad. You've got something in your mind, and this is our Agent Thunder that's going to do this mystery shop responding like you would. Sounds pretty good, right? I mean, 84 months, zero percent, man. If you haven't noticed the deluge of car dealer advertising on TV, you must be quarantining in a cave. I can't remember a time when the airwaves were more crowded with car ads. Surprising to me. I mean, it costs money, but there's a discount, and maybe that's the reason. Car dealerships in Florida are considered essential businesses, and during the lockdowns, they're permitted to stay open. Dealers are scrambling to find ways to minimize their losses from the pandemic and devising innovative schemes to attract customers. TV stations and other media outlets are also essential businesses and have suffered enormous losses in advertising revenue as thousands of businesses close their doors and cancel their advertising. The media is also suffering from an effective suspension of the 2020 election. 2020 was supposed to be a banner year for the advertising business with billions, with a B, billions of dollars being spent by candidates for all offices from city council to the U.S. presidency. With most of the nation locked down, the volume of political ads have dwindled. Desperate for sales, media advertising departments are slashing rates to attract advertisers. We talked to, our, with our dealership and got mm -hmm. huge discounts oh, yeah. in advertising rates. Uh, it's very welcome to us and other car dealers. Funny how it all works out. So with cheap ad rates and car dealers fighting for survival, 
we get a perfect storm of deceptive bait and switch advertising. We've never seen anything like this, and we probably, well, I knock on wood, we probably will never see it I, again. I should have said hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. A common theme uh, we're seeing in these ads, regardless of manufacturer, is 0% for 84 months. Man, that's seven years. Seven years. <clears throat> no payments for six months. Now, we're getting close to mortgage territory here. And people are thinking, <laughs> hey, I lost my job, uh, but the pandemic will be over. In six months, I'll be back in the saddle again. What a perfect deal. I can buy this car, finance it for seven years, don't have to make a payment for six months. I'll have my job back. And the dealers believe that you're going to flock in and jump on this. Sign me up. So you got to decide. And Stu and I talked about this earlier. Is 84 a month really a good idea? Uh, 99% of the time, no. It can be, but you just don't want to lock yourself in for seven years. Uh, you are many years into that seven years before you're even at break even and what they call upside down, negative equity. You're locking yourself in and you change your mind, a new model comes out, you want to buy maybe important safety features. You're locked in, you're upside down, and you're in. Impossible maybe to maybe you didn't buy gap insurance and you get into an accident and then you're oh, screwed. God. Then you're in trouble. Our investigation this week was centered on a dealer ad uh, put out on TV and online by Bessmith Toyota in Fort Pierce. If you're listening in South Florida, you're probably familiar with Bessmith Toyota's spokesman, general manager Frank Gonzalez. He's also a part owner. Yes. Nick Smith is the owner. Uh, I believe, unless he sold out completely to Frank, uh, Beth Smith was his father, so it's called Beth Smith Toyota, but Nick Smith, I believe, is the majority owner, and uh, Frank Gonzalez is a minority owner, but he's also, he runs the store. Yep. Beth Smith Toyota's online ad for 0% APR for 84 a month is headline, Beth Smith Toyota Stimulus, we want to help. You get that? Best Smith Toyota Stimulus, we want to help. He's saying, we're helping you during this pandemic. Oh, boy. www.aintgonnahappen.com. I know how this ends. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler alert. It doesn't. It goes on, this advertisement, with you heard or saw on television, if you're streaming. And, and they have it online, re reproduced right on their website. So, yeah, yeah, right. So you can go online and look at it. It goes, and here we are, I'm a Toyota dealer, and I'm, I'm asking you to listen to my competition's advertisement, okay? It goes on to proclaim, just announced, 0% APR financing for 84 months, get a check for up to $5,000 when you buy, make no payments for six months when you buy or lease, get a $25 Walmart or a Lowe's gift card with any test drive, and you can even have us bring the car. It's a home test drive. You don't have to come in. 25 bucks. Before the ad, there was a thick block of the smallest, most illegible, mind-numbing fine print I've ever seen. <laughs> the text was in all caps, white over dark red. And if you have ever looked at white over dark red, you can't your eyes just and it's really wrong. thin it's you not a bold it. it's like yeah yeah you you can't even read it on the tv screen and if you could read it it's not up there long enough to be able to absorb it's invisible it it should be it is against the law mm -hmm. offers on select model here's what it says i'm going to read it to you this is a fine print you can't read offers on select model with approved credit example vehicle new 2019 2019, not a current model, Toyota Sequoia, big markup, MD, 
L. That's, that's the model number there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Hashtag 7919 MSRP 5858885 cash back in lieu of all incentives <laughs> right. and rebates. So for retail new co- Toyota contracts, first three months deferred through SET. That doesn't mean you don't make the payments, but they're deferred. In three months, you've got to make all the payments. Yep. Next three months paid for by Best Smith Toyota up to $1,500. What that means, he increased the price of the car. Mm-hmm. So he could take that and use it to defer your payments. So you're, it's not deferring them at all. You're still making the payments, but you're making them when you buy the car. Interest accrues during deferrals. Uh, I just said that. And so you're paying interest uh, during the deferral, even though you don't get the money out of pocket. Uh, for, for lease, new Toyota contract, six months covered by Best Smith Toyota, up to $3,000. Gift cards provided by Best Smith Toyota for new and used car test drives. One per household, prior test drives excluded. Finance offer available. Listen to this, folks. As John from Palm City would say, better sit down to this one. Yep. Here's, here's the, here is the fly in the ointment. Finance offer available through Space Coast Credit Union for first responders and <laughs> medical field employees only. Folks, this is just not just illegal. It's just cruel. Yeah, it's right. nasty. They are taking a special offer for the heroes out there who are exposing themselves to the COVID-19 virus, the first responders, the doctors, the nurses, the ER attendants, the people that are out there risking their lives. The Space Coast Credit Union is offering them this marvelous deal of 84 months, 0%, legitimately to those first responders. Best Smith Toyota is hiding that fact in the fine print to get you to come in on this advertisement. So. If you have perfect vision and own a microscope, you'll be able to spot I, skipped, the catch. I think you skipped the, the rest of it. Oh, I did. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. These charges, oh, this is a, these charges represent cost and profit to the dealer. Oh, they, I missed the dealer fee. Yeah, all offers exclude. All offers exclude tax tag, title, registration, $898.50 dealer fee. And they then there's a dealer fee disclosure which says they represent profit of the dealer for items such as inspecting, cleaning, and adjusting the vehicle. And by the way, Toyota reimburses them for inspecting, cleaning, and adjusting the vehicle. And so they're trying to double dip you with a phony dealer fee, a hidden fee, and the offer expires on May 4th. So if you have perfect vision, I'll I'll show this uh, on camera. You can see what the fine print looks like. You can't read it, especially on television or online for a video. Uh, You can't read it. I can't read it here, and I've got a snapshot. If you have perfect vision on a microscope, you'll spot the catch. Actually, there are several catches. The big one has to do with the offer of 0% for 84 months. To get that, you have to get a membership in the Space Coast Credit Union, and you probably pay for it, and be a first responder or an employee in the medical field. I think it's great that there are special offers for the brave women and men who are fighting the war against COVID-19. This ad was meant for those folks. This ad is meant to fool everyone into believing they can get 0% for 84 months. The only reference to first responders and healthcare workers is buried in the, I'm gonna call it invisible print. It's not just fine print, it's totally invisible. Uh, Frank, of course, is asking, did the fine print mention you must also have a three-legged dog named Skippy? 
I don't think <laughs> Might so. as well. But uh, maybe next time. <laughs> Sorry, I had to bring that one. Right. Well, you know, we got a bait and switch on our hands, but the question that remained, how the dealer would explain to his customer that the deal was not real. Agent Thunder was activated, and I'm going to be Agent Thunder speaking in the first person. I pulled in the parking lot of Bell Smith Toyota in the early afternoon. I walked around the showroom for a few minutes, hoping to attract a salesperson. Then I entered the showroom after no one came out to greet me. They were not busy inside. I asked the receptionist to find someone to help me, and she summoned Greg. Greg offered me an elbow and the, uh, what do we call it, the COVID-19 bump. Mm -hmm. I could tell he was smiling behind his mask. He asked me what brought me in. I said I was there to get a Camry. I told him I wanted to do the 0% for 84-month deal. Greg replied with an enthusiastic, perfect. Then he led me to a seat at the desk and asked me to collect information. Uh, he, he entered everything I told him into the computer, asked for my driver's license. He left me for several minutes as he made copies of my driver's license, then returned and asked how much money I planned to put down. We talked about how much I could use as a down payment for a while, then settled on $3,000. Then he took me, uh, began to ask me questions about what kind of Camry I wanted to get. And then this took another 20 minutes. I mean, it's a lot of time, a lot of time of my time as a buyer, uh, purportedly. We landed on a new 2020 Camry SE in white. Greg said he'd like to go find the car that we could test drive, then offered me some very interesting information. Here it comes. He said, I do need to inform you that in order to qualify for the 0% ad, you have to be in the medical field. I mean, that's uh, pretty low key. He didn't look, uh, he wasn't crying. He, he didn't look fearful. He just looked me in the eye and told me. I acted surprised and I responded, you do? Greg replied, yes, it's in the ad. You didn't see it? <laughs> I, mean, what, I mean, what a brazen. What a brace. I, I have to swallow my uh, profanities here because I'd like to say something about what Greg is <laughs> to be able to take that kind of a, uh, attitude and not uh, you know, break into a laugh or start to cry. I said, it must have, I, I said it must have been in the fine print. He chuckled and said I'd be better off financing for a shorter term. Yeah. Then he asked me how my credit was. I said it was very good. Greg stood up. Said he'd be back with the keys. Went to go look at the car, to a new 2020 Camry SE, MSRP 27897. Greg gave an expert walk-around presentation. I declined the test drive. Back inside the showroom, we sat down to talk turkey. Greg asked me if I'd shopped around. I said I hadn't, but I appreciated Beth Smith's reputation, and I had recommendations from friends to go there. He wanted to know if I was taking it home that day. They all asked that. I said, yes, but I'd need to head home first and then come back around 5 o'clock. Greg asked why I needed to leave. They don't like it when you leave. I said it was personal and asked if there was a problem. I said I had some personal things to do, but if you could get me the numbers now, I could rush home and I'd come back within the hour. Greg said he needed to check with his boss and left. A few minutes later, he returned with the sales manager Banjer said, and I'm paraphrasing, Hi, Mr. We'll call it a blank. Don't want to give my real name. Greg has filled me in on your needs uh, and time constraints today, and I was hoping uh, we could do a good job. We could earn your business. I want to show, 
I want to share what we can do for you and what we like to, what we can, in any way, we can earn your business today. They, they want to always sell the car now. Don't want you to go home and think about it. Don't want it your competitive shop. Uh, when you have time to think about it, the glow wears off. They want to do the deal immediately. I repeated what I had told Craig about coming in in about an hour. Manager sat down, put a worksheet on the desk. He said he has scenarios for $2,000, $4,000, and $6,000 down payment for terms of 72, 75, and 84 months. He said that although I did not qualify for the 0%, I would still be given a good interest rate. Then we looked at the price breakdown. He said the market value price was $29,892. There we go. Market value price. Not sticker, not MSRP. You know what the MSRP was? $27,897. Okay, so they, they ju jumped up the price with the best Smith list, what he calls market list, to help me. He was giving me a $1,500 discount. <laughs> I mean, he actually sounded like he was doing me a favor. Then he added $989. That was actually, I think it was $998, wasn't it? And 50 cents delivery service fee. Then a $512.40 for the tag fee and sales tax. Out the door, my total price came to $31,672.62. The manager began to pressure me to take delivery right then again. I said I needed to go, but I promised to come back. He offered to take another $500 off, $500, uh, if I did it then. I refused. He continued continue to push, very aggressive. I mean, we haven't seen this kind of aggression in a long time. It was annoying and made me feel uncomfortable. I asked the manager if he was questioning my honesty by me saying I'm coming back. He said he wasn't, then asked me to give him a deposit. <laughs> I mean, a real bulldog. Give me a deposit to hold the price I declined, and he finally, finally relented. The manager left. Greg apologized, uh, I guess for the manager, asking me to commit at a time to return. I laughed and thanked him, and I left. Wow. I mean, I talk about emotional exhaustion after being pushed through that. It's pretty bad. We knew what the, catch, what the catch was before we came in, but the treatment that H.R. Thunder received was very troublesome. Greg only revealed the qualification for the 0% after spending half an hour at least of, of discussion before he told me the truth about the advertisement. What a waste of my time. And uh, he, he could have revealed this earlier, but... I'm sure he was yeah. instructed Agent, not to do so. Yeah, Agent Thunder told him, hello, I'm here yeah. for the 84%. Yeah. He should have said, yeah. are you a medical responder? Yeah. He wanted me to invest my time and, Commit. I suppose, build some inertia where I was just too tired to fight. Yeah. He didn't want to tell me right away. The market value price, by the way, was almost $2,000 over the actual sticker, MSRP. They were gracious enough to give a $1,500 discount after they raised the price $2,000. <laughs> that, that was a sarcastic gracious, yeah. by the way. Yeah, but then they added $989.50, and, and the 512 tag fee was also inflated. Yeah. The effective sale price, which includes the dealer fee, was about $1,400 over MSRP. Yep. I mean, it's bad enough to lie to me to get me to come in. If they'd given me a good deal... Uh, higher than the lie, it could be somewhat understandable, but to lie to get me in and then try to lay me away with a price 
over sticker price, uh, that's unconscionable. Uh, Agent Thunder South the door price was 31617 A good deal for that car uh, would be an out the door price of about 25000 So he's, he's selling me a car for $6,000 higher than what would be considered a fair good price. Mm -hmm. Agent Thunder actually bought that car, Best Smith Toyota, would have made a profit of, ready for this, John for Palm City, you better sit down for this. <laughs> Best Smith Toyota would have made $7,200 on this car. And believe me, folks, Toyota dealers don't make that kind of money when they sell the Camry. Nope. They're lucky if they make $1,000 or $500. $7,000, profit, $7,200 profit on that car. And this is before any F&I profit, which is where they make most of their money. You figure another two or 3000 in the F&I, you'd be pushing $10,000 profit on this sale if someone had fallen uh, for this uh, mm -hmm. sort of thing. So there same, we are, same, same. Uh, probably one of the worst I've seen in a long time, shopping reports. Uh, we got the votes coming in, I hope. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to go around the, the table here. And uh, Rick, you want to start with any votes? Uh, I'm going with the flat F. Yeah. Unfortunately, YouTube, again, we have we down are again. just dropping up and down like a yo-yo. Apologies to you. We're, we're working on it, folks. There. This bandwidth thing has been a problem. Stu, what about text votes? Well, we'll start off with Linda on Facebook, who gives them a huge, big, fat F. And then we have Lee with an F, Georgia with an F, Melanie with an F, Linda with a huge F. And I am concurring F. Yeah, it's... Uh, School's out, but I'm giving them an F. Yeah. <laughs> Nancy, uh, a.k.a. the Black Widow. Yeah. What did I say to you this morning when we were on our way to I the said, uh, I said you can't show. say that on the air because about this. <laughs> okay. I, that, yeah. was, that was the first thing. <laughs> and what did I ask you for after I finished reading the uh, Mystery Show? A barf bag. Thank you very much. Yes. You know, uh, sometimes you just wish that you could uh, do what you really wanted to do. And uh, this afternoon... I would love to take a ride to Fort Pierce yeah. alone. Uh, by the way, Amory texted, and she just wants to know what's lower than an F. I think that's expulsion. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, I Amory. like that. Expulsion and, is good. And, and, You're expelled, and, Bev Smith Toyota. And, and whenever I arrive at Bev Smith Toyota in Fort Pierce, uh, I think that whenever I was finished they would need a medical field. And, uh, well, I'd do them more damage than $7,200. <laughs> That's what Agent Thunder should have told him. You're going to need a medical <laughs> professional. <laughs> You're going to need a first responder. Right. Uh, just absolutely, whenever you think that someone can't, well, just knock you over with a feather, here we are, Bev Smith Toyota. Mm -mm. Uh, I'm uh, I, normally, you know, I'm kind of antsy. I, I'm antsy about giving another Toyota dealer an F because people accuse us of uh, being uh, uh, prejudiced because we're competitors. We're not actually competitors, by the way. Fort Pierce is so far yeah. north, they're not really part of our market. But uh, even if they were part of our market, uh, I, I just feel nervous about I don't like to be perceived as being uh, biased. I don't feel biased at all. This is an F. Yeah. I agree with Anne Marie. Uh, Best Smith Toyota should be expelled 
Uh, it's just to, to, to take advantage of people's fear during this COVID-19 uh, and also to insult the first responders. This is an offer meant for the brave men and women out there in the emergency rooms who are risking their lives and dying, by the way. And the Space Coast Credit Union uh, was nice enough to give them a real special deal, to take that special deal, hide it in the fine print, to get suckers in so they can take advantage of them and make a $10,000 profit on a car is unconscionable. And I'm going to make an appeal on the air right now to Ashley Moody. Is that our AG's Moody. name? Yeah. Ashley. Ashley Moody, Ashley. Uh, who has come after other car dealers, used car dealers. Ashley Moody, this is a new car dealer protected by auto manufacturers, protected by the Florida Automobile Dealers Association, a strong lobbying who helped get you elected. I think that you should uh, fine. I think you should cite them. I think you should expose what they've done. You're the attorney general. You're the chief law enforcement officer in Florida. And if you don't go after Bessmith Toyota, and we can send you the facts. We have them right now. At our, you can go online and check it yourself. It's not just on television. This advertisement is online. Advertising 0% for 84 months, only available if you're a first responder by the Space Coast Credit Union and telling the public out there that they qualify. If you don't cite them as attorney general, your derelict and your duty is, is the attorney general of the state of Florida. Well said. Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, about uh, two minutes left. And, uh, oh, I found a driver for me. You don't have to take me up to Fort Pierce. Giuseppe, <laughs> my grandfather's going with uh -oh. me. He carries tools. Okie dokie. Uh, <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> we uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, what a great show. Uh, we want to ask you to join us again next week right here, Earl Stewart on Cars, same time. And have a wonderful weekend and stay safe.